to access the testimonials, there are two ways. There's a testimonial page with the full quotes, and then there is a slideshow on the home page with excerpts of the longer ones and the short ones. On the last uh, image of the testimonial quote with Julia's quote, you can click on it and it will take you to the testimonial page where it shows you all of them with the full quoted testimonials. I did it that way because I wanted it to be easier to read on the home page and some of them were a little longer than a testimonial usually is. And then I wanted to make sure that you could see the whole testimonial on the testimonial page. So I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, you can email me at livingwithanld at gmail.com and I will try to show you how to access it. Thank you. Hope you're having a good weekend. Bye. Hi, I am Jennifer Purcell, and welcome to my podcast, Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge, where we will discuss, discover, and learn more about the challenges and triumphs of those with NLD and other learning challenges. I do have a website for this podcast, and it is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter account for the podcast. They are all under the same name, which is Living with NLD. I also have a YouTube channel for the podcast, which can be found by Googling the title of the podcast, which is Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge. I would like to tell you about a nonprofit that I use for my research for this podcast. It is called The NBLD Project, and I use their blog for my research. They are a nonprofit that is based in New York and is trying to get NVLD back on the DSM, and they provide many resources for people with NVLD on their website. I'll provide you with the website for them in the podcast description. All proceeds from the ads on this podcast will be donated towards the NVLD project. Please feel free to explore the other topics on the podcast, and hopefully you will learn something new from them. I hope you enjoy today's episodes. Hello. So today we are going to be talking about NLD and sensory issues. Do you ever have sensory reactions to sounds, sights, textures, tastes, or smells? I know I do. We'll be discussing those topics today. My sensory issues are with sounds, light, and taste. I have a big gag reflex, so it's hard for me to swallow pills. I also have chronic migraines, so I don't like being in a bright room. I don't like the sound of things that are like nails on a chalkboard, which is weird because I was homeschooled, so I never heard that exact noise. But I don't like it when a knife scrapes on a plate metal rakes on bricks or metal chairs on concrete it hurts my ears and with the going back to the swelling pills i've worked on that challenge 
because I found that if I swallow pills with milk, it's easier than swallowing them with water, which I guess is because I feel like I can taste the pill with the water, but I don't taste it with the milk. Um, and I think I have more of an acute sense of hearing because of NLB because I can hear things really well and memorize audio extremely well also, like song lyrics, quotes, and names. Um, I don't like annoying beeps sounds also because it bugs me a lot and draws my attention away from what I'm trying to accomplish in that moment. I usually will try to find out what is beeping and stop it so I can try to concentrate more or I'll tune my music up more. I remember one time actually I was using a heater in my office at work and I kept hearing a beeping noise and I didn't know it was my heater at the time and my dad um, was trying to help me find the beeping noise because he knows that uh, usually disrupts me. And uh, he found out it was my heater. And for some reason, I didn't believe him because I think I thought it was further away. And I thought it was covering from somewhere else, but it actually was the heater. So um, I don't use that heater anymore because I don't like the beeping noise distracting me while I'm trying to work. Excuse me. Here's a quote from Nonverbal Learning Disabilities and Sensory Processing Disorders by Mary Dobbins, uh, who has an MD, Theodore Sunder, who has an MD as well, Stephen Solitur, I think I said his name correctly, I'm not sure, who has also an MD. Um, quote, children with NVLD have an impaired ability to read facial gestural and prosodic cues in language, as well as having parallel deficits in expression with reduced gestures, flat facial effect, and montinuous prosodity. These children often misread social cues, misinterpret social situations, end quote. Might have mispronounce some of those words. Sorry about that. I do also have visual sensory issues with death perception and estimating distances. This is why I don't like driving. I get nervous when I drive, but I do try to remember how much I have improved with my driving. And something that also affects my driving that I think is related to NLD because it they started when I was diagnosed with NLD, my chronic migraines, which are kind of going up and down, but um, I've had them for seven years and I was diagnosed with NLD seven years ago. So I think that they're related to each other um, or connected to each other at least. But sometimes when I have a bad migraine, I can't drive. And if I'm nauseous and have one at the same time, I don't want to drive because I feel like I'm going to throw up.
which makes sense. Um, and back to the social piece, I do have issues with interpreting facial expressions too, because it's hard for me to know what face matches with what emotion, but I'm getting better at this and being able to interpret them and knowing how to tell what facial expression goes with what emotion, but I'm not sure um, what to, it would look like on my face. Like I know sometimes my mom will tell me um, or will ask me <laughs> why I have that face. I'm like, I don't try to be snappy back to her, but maybe it sounds that way when I say, what face? I mean, like, I don't know what my face looks like. I don't know. I know what it may feel like, but I don't know what it looks like. Um, and even if I looked in the mirror with that expression on, I don't think I would know what that would mean. And I probably would try to change it to something more either different or pleasant if it wasn't a pleasant one already. Um, and that wouldn't help me with identifying the one that I ha had on my face beforehand. So that's an issue that people with NVLD have. At least it's true for me. I don't know if it's true for others. Because um, I know there's a saying, when you meet, with one, meet one person with NVLD, you've met one person with NVLD, which is true because there are so many symptoms that you can have with NBLD and you can have it to varying degrees. Um, some of mine are mild, some of mine are more severe than others, but all of them are not as severe as they could be. Um, and I'm thankful for that. Like some people with NBLD can't drive at all. I can, which I'm thankful for. Um, I mentioned that because I mentioned driving earlier. And some people um, with NBLD have a harder time with reading facial expressions. And I think that's might be because they haven't, maybe they haven't worked on reading them as much as I have. Um, or maybe they have more than just NLD and they have another learning challenge and that makes it extra hard for them to read them like um, autism or ADHD might also make it difficult. So here's another article from the NBLD project titled, Find the Healing Touch, How Adults with NBLD Can Effectively Articulate Their Sensory Needs to Their Partners by Benjamin May Meyer, who has a licensed clinical, who's a licensed clinical social worker. who is, quote, a bilingual psychotherapist and an executive functioning coach who specializes in working with young adults with NVLD and was inspired by his personal experience to help those he works with to transition to the professional and social demands of adult life. He believes that each person is unique and that we are more than just our labels and diagnosis. He is also a project social ambassador for the NBLD project, end quote. 
and quote from the article, adults with MBLD and sensory sensitivity face unique challenges in enjoying the physical aspects of a relationship beginning during the initial dating stage and continuing through moments of physical intimacy by communicating their needs and desires. Individuals with sensory sensitivity can engage in romantic and erotic touch with their partners, deepening their emotion connection as well. In fact, a supportive relationship can be an essential tool for helping somebody with sensory sensitivity to navigate daily life as well as provide their person's partner with the opportunity to build a sensual, trusting, and caring relationship with someone who will appreciate his or her efforts. With the right steps, people with NVLD and sensory sensitivity can have the relationships they want and deserve, end quote. <clears throat> I do remember in my last relationship having issues with liking sex too much, despite having been sexually abused as a child. This was a bad thing for me to, sorry, this was a big thing for me to overcome. I was able to overcome other parts of it see too. This helped me be more confident of how I could be in relationships and what kind of relationship I could have. And also, made me realize how much I was able to let go of what had happened to me and heal from it through the first real relationship I had and how much therapy had helped me. It made me really proud of myself. I'm sorry if some of that triggered anything for you, but I wanted to share that with you um, because it was something I worked through in my last relationship and it made me proud of myself because it, I was able to I feel like I was able to trust myself more and um, feel more, I guess you could say, feel more confident in the relationship I was in um, and feel more confident about myself as well. Um, if you communicate your needs well to your partner and friends, then you will have a better relationship like Benjamin suggests you to do. It's good to do this because then the people you're in a relationship with know more about you and what you need to be happy. They can also try to help make you happier because they know how to do that better since you communicate better, sorry, communicated better to them. <clears throat> It's important to be able to communicate your needs well, because if you can't do that well, then people won't be able to help you when you need it the most. I know that sometimes I have issues with communicating what I need to my families and friends. This doesn't help me or them. If I can communicate better, then they will know how to help me better. Also, when you talk about what you need more your relationships become easier and more enjoyable hopefully i would hope too that they would be easier on both sides because both people would share 
what they need to have a successful relationship, whether that's awareness of sensory issues, barriers, or trust issues, etc. And possibly all of those things. I know that's true for me. As I close today, I would like to you to be aware that people with NVLD and possibly other learning challenges do have sensory issues with the five senses, sight, taste, touch, hearing, and smell. I would like to hear from you about your challenges, these sensory areas, even if you don't have NVLD, you can comment on it. Please comment on this episode on livingwithnld.com or on YouTube. Also, you can email with email me at livingwithnld at gmail.com if you feel that is more private way for communication. I hope you learned something new today and enjoyed the episode. Talk to you next Friday. As I wrap up, there are some things I would like to share with you, my audience. Please know that just because I have a podcast doesn't mean that I'm perfect in every way and don't make mistakes. I make them every day and try to learn from them. I hope that this podcast helps you feel included, not alone, inspired, safe, and encouraged to make your life a little easier for you every day or chance you have the opportunity to. I would like to hear from you especially if you have topics that you would like to know more about relating to NLD. I know I'm not an expert, but I do know I have the living experience of having it. Also, please email me if you would want to be interviewed on this podcast or if you need support with something related to NLD. I'm always happy to help in any way I can. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will talk to you next Friday. Bye.